Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the next episode of That Time. I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA, the dirty way to destroy the goddess's trash manga. AKA, the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. Yep, we're uh, back again as always. And as always, I'm joined by the two greatest people to do this Descent to Trash Manga with, Phil and Mike. How are you both doing? I'm not better after reading this one. That's for sure. I'm not sure what I am anymore. Have you have you been better after reading any of them? I mean, solo leveling was pretty cool. I actually read the rest of it. Unlike the ethics one we did in like episode two, where I was like, I'll read this and then didn't. Maybe what it was, Mike, is eth- ethics just made you so ethical. You're like, no, I can't read this until it's officially released. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> I eth- totally. It's my ethical responsibility to wait for the full license. Whereas solo leveling's like, ah, it's a video game. People pirate that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna actually mention this, but yeah, for the first time, one of us has actually continued reading a thing after the podcast. So, I don't know. You want to spend a minute on solo leveling before we move on to this week's topic? I mean, I'll just mention it. Um, that I, I actually like it all the way through, but it does get a bit samey. Have you ever heard of the Dragon Ball Z trope of wait for Goku? then that, it kind of turns into that a bit, which, yeah. I mean, I like Dragon Ball Z, so it didn't bother me, but it does kind of turn into that with a video game twist. Other than that, it's actually really solid, and the artwork stays consistently good all the way through, and the actual writing is still good, doesn't talk down to the reader. It's a solid read. I would absolutely uh, still recommend it. I would also say uh, I did find out after we did that episode, Season 2 won't be out until 2021. Yeah, okay. I, I personally don't mind waiting for it. Like I, I, I did sit down and basically read it all in like two or three days. That's 110 chapters in like two or three days. Yeah, so, I was surprised yeah. when you like so soon after the recording were like, oh, I'm done. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was <laughs> good. Yeah, fair enough. There you Just, go. Yeah. Probably, now you know what probably... I do with like every manga. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Make something of your life. <laughs> Make something. Oh, uh, like we have <laughs> yeah. with this podcast. Great segue, buddy. Great, Great brilliant. Segue. Nailed yeah, it. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this podcast is basically like, let's just shit on Phil's tastes for an hour, two hours. It's, just, it's therapeutic, if anything. It is. It, <laughs> it is therapeutic in the same way of punching a Bobo doll is. I, a what? It's those inflatable things that you punch. Oh, the ones that bounce back, back at you. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. So it's therapeutic in the same way that wanting to commit acts of violence are therapeutic, is what I'm saying. To be clear, wanting to, not actually. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, totally. Officers, don't search the back garden. There's nothing there. (laughs) 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 Joke's on you, I don't have a garden. Nailed it. Right. Okay. There you go. All right. That's it. I'm stopping. Allocation of banter's over. Banter's done. <laughs> we have exceeded our... the bant quota. <laughs> so, if you've not listened to the podcast before, uh, basically each episode we read about two volumes worth of whatever trash series Phil has picked out for us and proceed to dissect it. Uh, usually we'll tear into it, but as mentioned last week's. Last week. No, oh, I've said it. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Last episode, we uh, did solo leveling, and that turned out to be pretty all right. Uh, got yeah. mostly got a pass. I was like on the fence with it and went trash, but 
Yeah, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty alright series. So it's well, worth it's still checking trash. out if you're interested. That's still trash. <laughs> Entertaining. Still trash, trash, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was alright. It was alright. But uh, enough, enough of enough of solo leveling. Let's focus on what we're doing this episode. So we have been reading Maruko Chan, which is, roughly translates to "The Girl Who Sees Them." Sure. Uh, it originally started off as a Pixiv webcomic, so there were a couple of strips uploaded on there before it got uh, picked up to become an actual manga. So the Pixivs, the Pixiv images were from September 2018. It became a manga in November 2018, so very quick turnaround. It's uh, it's a couple of genres: horror, comedy, slice of life, uh, kind of the main ones that it covers on. Uh, if you're interested in reading it, I believe it's on the Comic Walker app, which is um, owned by Kadokawa. Uh, it's done, story and art is done by Tomoki Izumi, and this is their first work. They've uh, not done any art or writing for a manga before. But uh, en- enough, of, enough of the uh, crib sheet. Phil, tell us a little bit about Muruko-chan. Sure. Uh, it's about the titular character is one day all of a sudden able to see spirits, I guess. Sure. Uh, rather grotesque monsters, people, sp- spirits, effectively. Yeah, I-, I would go um, so far as to say Junji Ito esque. Yeah. Like, pretty um, horrifying stuff. But uh, seemingly no one else can see these. And it's just sort of her life having to deal with being able to see them all around her, pretty much. Uh, which usually entails her ignoring them. Sure. Yeah, like, the vast majority, like, she doesn't really change her response to them at any point over these two volumes. It's almost always just either blank ignore them or just kind of pretend they don't exist, stare through them. Just general, like, they're not there, they're not real, they're not there, they're not real. Well, I don't think it's they're not real. I think from what we kind of do see, the few times some of them think she can seize them, they suddenly are drawn to her and you don't necessarily know what they're going to do. And the assumption is something not good. So her thought is just pretend they don't exist and nothing bad can happen kind of thing. Yeah, that that kind of just it, it, that's you've just described the entire Yeah. Entire two volumes yeah. we read right there. It is with one or uh, two exceptions, that's most chapters. Yep, right, there great, is monster. Uh, Ignore monster. See you next end. week, then. I, we absolutely could just finish there if this was just a straight-up synopsis. Nothing fucking happens in this. Again, how do, you, <laughs> how do you keep doing this? How do you keep giving me things like, oh, here's a good setup. Nah, fuck you, nothing happens. How? Yeah. It makes sense. It's such a good setup here. It's impressive how it almost goes out of its way to not progress things <laughs> yeah, at times. <laughs> It's like there's plenty of plot threads you could go down here. Like the the more cliched, she helps exercise these things and complete their whatever they want to move on or whatever like that. No, she doesn't do that. Over and over and over, it's just here is a thing. I will now ignore the thing. Fan service. Next episode or next issue. Yeah. Over uh, and over and over. Yeah, this is uh, if you've ever read any of my writing on anime, you'll know this is my always my hill to die on. But uh, fuck fan service, and yeah. why the fuck is it littered throughout this damn thing? The amount of times you have her in either half naked, or her ass is showing, 
or she's in a random suggestive pose that you'd never be in normal like everyday life so unnecessary like absolutely it's like to the point where she's wearing pajamas you can see through her pajamas you can see that contours of her body it's, oh, it's it, it is i hate reading something and thinking oh the artist is jerking off while making this <laughs> I, it's like, I don't want that no <laughs> let me read a story i don't want to know what their spank material looks like I mean, bloody hell, like, we're in, so she has a friend character called uh, Hannah, <laughs> yeah. and we're introduced to her pretty soon on, and pretty much her first kind of interactions with the thing are, she has a big rack, and mm -hmm. here's a spirit molesting her. Yep, and I don't mean like, you don't, to be clear, you don't mean like, just going up and ha and copping a feel. Oh, like, no, no, they, no, they, no. Go, they fucking go for it's, it. It's like, it's like a spider's on her back made of hands that are groping her. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it is grotesque in a couple of ways for the fan service and the genuinely interesting looking creatures that look around like there are so many bones of what makes a good manga here it's just they they don't they don't tug on any plot threads they're too busy tugging on something else i'd have to imagine but there's no no plot threads are followed they don't build on anything it's just here is monster fan service ignore monster next issue ah it's so annoying yeah, it gets to the point where the monster, like, there are a few nice, distinctive monster designs. Yeah, that I they're enjoy. all really distinctive. Uh, I didn't think that so much. Like, some of them I really remember, like, the um, the little guys under the vending machine at one point. It's like little kind of tiny goblin the, guy, old man. The, I think the, they call the bald, naked old man. Bald, with, naked. Uh, about old like man. an inch tall. Yeah, yes, and finally, who, yeah. And she's who, like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then runs around the corner into the giant old man with like an open, oh, I'm going to say womb. It's not really, yeah. but you know. Yeah. A yawning maw between his legs, birthing uh, it's like, it's older, like, um, young, smaller men. Oh, what, what the hell was that film called? Uh, Teeth? Right, no, yeah, uh -huh. I know what you mean. Why would you yep. remind me of that? Yep. And <laughs> if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, that's that's all you need to know about that movie. You can extrapolate <laughs> from there. Don't. <laughs> I, don't. I don't know yeah. if it's a choice between teeth and this manga. Uh... <laughs> yeah, at least teeth are more interesting. <laughs> yeah, but teeth would probably also take you longer to watch than this would to read. <laughs> True. This, this did not take long to read. It was. It's like how many chapters per volume is it? So, well, so how many yeah. pages per chapter as well? Like 15, 15 to 16? Yeah. Yeah, like it's this is the shortest thing we read by a long stretch. Yeah, I powered through this in a, I think an hour, maybe a little over. It takes me a bit longer, but it did not take me long. I did it in like because you know how bad I am at reading stuff for this show. I've I've said it multiple times. Yes. And it took me one sitting to read through to stomach my way through this. <laughs> well, <laughs> one sitting say related to that is I think it's probably not a chapter, isn't any shorter than a standard weekly uh manga but i think Slightly. a lot i think a lot of pages are sort of like two three panels well like a lot of pages really are here's the book and yeah. don't get me wrong there's some interest to that they do i felt that they blurred together a bit they do i, going on. I, I personally that. just kept scrolling past any fan service and there was a lot of it so it basically <laughs> cut every chapter in half so that's why I, didn't tell I, you I feel that's exaggerating it a bit. I feel like it's not, but we're entitled <laughs> to different opinions. For example, my opinion is I'm right and you're wrong. Ah, my opinion. Ah. I say, yeah, the, the me school of thinking. <laughs>
No, no, because uh, Mike's at least acknowledging my opinion. You're just going, nah, it's trash. Nah. I nah. mean, it is. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. <laughs> Not to give is. the end away, but it is. <laughs> oh, if there, if there was any doubt, then yeah, this thing is this thing is awful. <laughs> it's like oh. it's not as egregious as some of the ones we've watched. It's kind of harmless in a sense because not a lot happens to offend you. It, it is a slice of life. Banzo. So yeah, yeah. I I don't think it qualifies as that. I mean, I hate slice of life for the point. Sheer point is that it's boring. But at least slice of life by at standard deals with like relationship drama or that you know there's some meat to it that shows you this is the story of one person doing whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Nothing. Nothing happens in this. The closest thing we get is towards the end of the two volumes, you meet another character who kind of shines some light on the whole ghosts thing, but not really. And uh, that's like the oh, only... Julia. Yeah, it's the only yeah. plot development we get. Like, no, Okay, so the, there is actually one plot point. <laughs> yep, yeah, there I, is okay. one. There is definitely one, which... Um, I think it's definitely worth mentioning, um, which is the fact that uh, in one of the chapters they go to a shrine. All ah, right, yeah, this is the one of the two plots of this entire. One, one of the thing. two plots, sure. Fair. Um, they they go to a shrine. Um, they do the typical uh, thing you would do at a shrine: offer, do their offerings, make their wishes, essentially. Everything um, you'd see as standard in yeah, every anime yeah. ever, yep. And also our main character's like, yeah, please just get get rid of them, make them get, get kind rid of thing. Well, specifically, yep. they're referring to this, this spirit, which is currently, like, harassing, harassing her yes. friend. Mainly because she, you know, hadn't read the last chapter where this spirit actually turned out to be quite a nice, helpful spirit who was protecting uh, her. Mm, uh, I wouldn't go that far, but... I mean, kept her safe in the spooky ghost house when she was saving the it, dog. It did that by feeding on her life aura. <laughs> uh, I think it's no; it's more shown that it's feeding on the other spirits. Yeah, Maybe. but before it eats those, it dips them in her life aura and then. Eats them. Oh, okay. It's well, basically oof, using that. her as dipping sauce. Oh, great! I missed that then. Okay. This Fair thing enough. garbage. <laughs> it's it's so it bad. Is, like the main character, pretty much. Almost always portrays all spirits as terrible, regardless of what their, regardless of what their intentions are, how useful they're being, and that they're all, sure. they're all horrible. Get I mean, all. given that ninety nine percent of the interactions we're shown are, they don't interact with her. Though, like, there's, we're never shown that in any way they can reasonably affect her, so physically at least. So, it doesn't help that she just ignores every single yeah. one of them like that's yeah. that's that's always a couple of pages devoted to her just being frozen in fear and trying to act natural that yeah. that's that's every single issue is that and because of that it's it's like when you're doing improv there's the yes and rule it's like the the manga doesn't yes and itself it's like okay so here is a plot point and ah, nope we're, we're cutting that off you can't do that you can't interact everything is exactly the same every time and there's nothing the story can do. Like there's no room for it to grow because it's the same reaction every time, and it always works. So why would she stop doing it? Yeah, there are there are brief moments where I think at the end of one chapter, she's like, "No, no, I can't keep doing this. I have to, I have to confront them." And then she goes to the vending machine, sees like a giant Cthulhu monster, and is like, "No, nah, I'm good. Just gonna carry that, on." That's right before the uh, old man womb. <laughs> <laughs> yep, one way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
this, some of the creatures in this, I they are gross, and I yeah, do actually I do like the design of some of them. It's what makes me believe that the person who drew this, uh, they had a load of designs for freakish monsters that they really wanted to make a manga out of, but somebody told them that you wouldn't sell a manga about freaky monsters unless you were either Junji Ito or did a shit ton of fan service. So he w- decided to, instead of being Junji Ito, opted for the fan service, and that's just what the story became about from that point on. Mm. So, oh, there's no substance here. There's no story. It's just, hey, look at Tiddy's horrific monster. Tiddy's horrific monster. I mean, I will say... So, like, we are shitting on this a lot. So, I'll, put, I'll, throw, in, I'll throw a compliment its way at this point. There is... Do I know, right? But there is one chapter that notably sticks out, probably because of how crap everything else has been up until that point. So, at the end of Volume 1, there's a chapter where she's, um, she's getting, like, a special, like, once-in-a-year sold dessert or something. So, she gets that, and she goes down to join her family for breakfast or whatever meal it is. And there's the, there's the brother, there's the mother, there's the father, and there's a hideous abomination of a spirit, of course, which has been creepy and, like, licking her food and such. And she's got the usual kind of frozen in fear reaction as they all talk to her. I think the hot rumour is she has a boyfriend or something, so they're talking about that. Mm-hmm. And so that goes on, and she's, like, clearly frozen in fear, like, kind of walks away and leaves. It's like, no, no, I've got to go, I've got to get to school, I've got to get out of here. And then kind of just before she leaves, she stops goes no wait a minute and you turn around and she grabs her pudding and you see as she drops it in front of a shrine to her dead father and you realize mm-hmm. at that point the spirit she was scared of wasn't the great horrible abomination it was seeing her father just at the dinner table happily ever after so yeah i thought that is, was a really I, powerful chapter to me i genuinely yeah. like that chapter it is an oasis in a desert where the shit storms fly frequently i i will say it. There's just one part of that chapter I really love as well, which is like right at the end, after she's put the pudding on and walked away, you've got the monster just kind of going, pudding, pudding question mark. Pudding. Like, no, she gave that to me. <laughs> My pudding. But yeah, I, I don't know if it sticks out more, may, maybe more, because as I mentioned, most of the stuff living up to that is crap. But like, I was you know such a rage when I was reading through it up to that point. And then I read that chapter and was like, oh, okay, maybe... Maybe this does have some interesting points to make. Or yeah, stuff. that's what I thought. Problem is, the next chapter happens. Yeah, then it just goes back. Yeah, just immediately. Like, it's not even anything particularly bad in the following chapter. It's just back to what it was. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, it's, it's like they, they had a glimmer of an idea, sneezed, and the idea fell out. And then they just kept yeah. went back to what they were doing before. Yeah, and there are a couple of other like they're not they're never there's never anything as powerful as that. There's a moment where there's one spirit saying like a random four digit code, and it turns out to be like the key to his safe, which safe, his yeah. partner had completely forgotten. And then as soon as the partner opens it up, she kind of regains her some of her old self, as it were. So th- yeah. there's the rare moments like that. That although those are kind of poisoned by the fact that there's another part in this where it looks like. By the looks of things, the only thing I could pick up from this is that all of these ghostly creatures, these horrific creatures that are wandering around, it seems they have some form of unfinished business as well, which is a pretty common uh, common occurrence in ghost lore, yes. things like that. And so, But what seems to be the case is that as soon as they get their 
unfinished business resolved. It's not like they fade away and pleasant, like, ah, oh, I can be free, I can stop being this freakish monster now. It appears they immediately go to line up to be consumed by some sort of <laughs> weird monster yeah. that lives it's in a shop. Cute. Yes. Like, what the fuck was that? How is this how is this a benefit to your existence? You is it that you, you stop getting to be a monster because you get to they're die into, now? They're into some weird things, man. <laughs> It's like this huge yeah. monster. I, I like cool the spirit cube. I, I mean, they never go into it anymore. Like <laughs> a lot of the elements not. of this manga, you're like, that's interesting. Oh, it's just been abandoned. But the spirit cube was a neat thing. It was weird. <laughs> this whole thing is so weird. Like, not in a good way, not in a funny or even confusing way. It's, yeah. I've never been this weirded out and this bored simultaneously in my entire life. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I would have thought if you were being weirded out, at least it'd be interesting. <laughs> but no, I don't know how they did it. Because there's a couple of other ideas that they have up and they never really explore. Like there's a couple of chapters where she's kind of like gorging on the spirits that are around people. So like she finds a stray cat in one of them. And after the whole like, oh, there's a terrible spirit in the box with a stray cat. They're like, okay, who do we give this to? And there's a very nice looking guy who has like a hundred angry dead cat spirits around him. And then a, a prison convict-looking guy who has a couple of nice cat spirits. Right? He's like, yeah, give it to give it to the prison-looking guy. While their friends are like, what, you, you sure? Are you really sure? But again, it never really does anything with those kind of ideas. It then just goes back to the normal of like, oh no. <sighs> yet another of the threads that this story doesn't pull on. It sets up it so many. Because well, actually. Uh... You might have forgotten by the time you got to it, but the last chapter you... Oh, no, he shows up at the end, right who cares? At the end. Yeah, the, the guy with um, oh, no. all the horrible spirits. Not He's that guy. Replacement teacher. Not him. The thing is, yeah. you should never take two volumes of a manga to set up any sort of stakes or any sort of plot threads that you're actually going to follow. But it's not even stakes. It's like she didn't give a cat to him. That's... It's not even drama. It's just okay. Like, is he gonna hold a grudge over? Is he gonna hold a grudge over that? Because if he does, Jesus Christ! But you know, you'd have to read more to find out, Sean. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's it's trash. That's <laughs> the that is a really big problem with this. It's like at no point do you care while reading this. I found it so easy just to skip past stuff because, like, I I actually found it annoying when they were getting down to the slice of life stuff because. I don't like Slice of Life, but I would give it a shot if it was even remotely interesting. But the Slice of Life stuff was only ever used as a backdrop to watch somebody get groped or something like that. Just have another monster wandering around through walls in the background or something. Yeah, uh, like, to me, uh, like I, I have enjoyed some Slice of Life over the year. I will constantly say Asam Hangadayo was really great stuff. Yeah, I've actually read kind that. of, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It kind of has to be more character-driven, generally, because if you've not really got a lot of narrative elements to fill it, you have to kind of have character interactions be the defining trait. Mm -hmm. And the characters are just vapid in this. There's no... Like, Miku's trait is she's scared of ghosts. That's it. That's the yep. only thing I could tell you about her entire personality. And she likes bread. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she seems to be dragged around a lot by Hannah, so I don't even know if she's that. Yeah, yeah. Hannah, which is... The only thing we know about her is that she has a large chest. And a large life for her. Yeah, sure. And she, whatever, whatever that means. Going with not a damn thing. <laughs> like this 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 manga is spaghetti. They throw so much stuff at the wall and hoping that something sticks. Yeah. But I mean so that I mean there are 
like again, we should probably go into them just because so we actually talk about the plot ideas in this. I know Phil, you were talking about earlier the shrine stuff. Then if you want to wrap yeah. up those thoughts. So the the idea is to go to shrine. So Miko wants to get rid of the spirit that's following Hannah around that we were introduced in the last chapter. And while there, she's like, "Oh yeah, can you get rid of it? Also, please help me stop me from seeing all of these kind of things." And then two more spirits kind of appear and start fighting the one that was following Hannah. Yeah, they're like they look like shrine maidens, basically. Kind of, yeah. I don't want to say grotesque shrine maidens, but yeah, that they they are not. Yeah. Normal. That they are clearly spirits is the point. Yeah, and uh, they end up losing. So uh, Miko's like, "Ah, uh, this just kind of sucks." And then all of a sudden, a giant deer monstery thing. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I had no idea what that thing was meant to represent or be. Yeah, yeah. this this sort of thing with a lot of them that aren't humanoid esque. It's just kind of like, what what even is this? So many of the things in this story on these these manga were just why why is this what is this how is this <laughs> but uh this this thing appears it just kind of splits itself down the hall uh down the middle and uh eats the spirit yeah then yes. the shrine mains appear and those three spirits all just kind of have a conversation in gibberish that we don't get to understand and then all of a sudden the big things just got its hand over uh Miko and is like Three, and that's it. Then wanders off. End of the chapter, and then it kind of comes up again a few chapters later. Where yeah, so when it intersects with the other the other plot of this thing, which is uh, Julia, who we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. who uh, is the sort of rival character, but not not really. Yeah, just she, sort of there. So she she gets introduced. She's a fun. Her gimmick is fun. I liked that her introduction, but yeah, I, they just don't I feel we it. need to go back a few chapters because she's. I don't want to say relevant because of this, but she's not. Uh, the character you're about to mention is not relevant. <laughs> the character I'm about to mention is great. No. <laughs> so in one of the earlier chapters, they want to go. Uh, Miko wants to go buy some like rosaries and stuff to try and help, kind of thing, keep them away from her, and she finds. The Godmother, just yes. like a fortune teller who's swindling people, basically. Classic old lady Japan yeah. stereotype. You're implying that some fortune tellers don't swindle people. I, I am. Oh, I, no. I'm, I'm not going to get into that conversation because it's <laughs> irrelevant. For sure. But uh, you know, you you can't you kind of introduce this character. She's just talking to someone who she's very clearly swindled. Cause it's like, oh yeah, you told me I was going to get like all the guys hitting on me if I got this thing, and it was true, and then when she's walked off, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have to pay those guys who are hitting on her kind of thing. But um, Miko comes up, she's like, oh yeah, I need a rose. She's like, oh yeah, here you go, try this one on. And it just snaps because the spirit next is too strong, I guess. Right, it doesn't just snap, it explodes. It explodes, yeah. And, the, and then the godmother's like, no, it's time for me to, to redeem myself. I'm not going to let a, an innocent girl just go around in danger and pulls out like some really holy rosary. She's like, ah, I made this in my heyday. Mm-hmm. And that also just explodes. And yep. she's like, nope, I'm retiring. That's it. 
it's something I wanted to mention about the comedy of this thing because there is comedy elements to it, even though it's really jarring against all the horrific background and the weird fan service. It's the but every so often this thing did get a laugh out of me, and that's because it does this really annoying thing. Like even the laughing is annoying because it does this annoying thing which. Wow, you ever... can't, can't even give it that. It's like, <laughs> no, I laughed out of hate. It wasn't even out of hate. It's like, okay, so best way I can describe this, and I apologize, this is a bit of a long way. But oh, please, no, that... we've got to pad this. <laughs> pad the hell do, out of do it. We? <laughs> that, okay, so when you're doing like a, a horror video game, for example, the lowest hanging fruit, the lowest common denominator for that is you're walking down a corridor, and then suddenly door opens next to you. Ah, big scary zombie, jump scare, jump scare. And that's like, oh, it, that actually scared me, but fuck you for doing it kind of thing. That's what this does. The lowest common denominator for, uh, for comedy is uh, lol random. Okay? Yes. Now, this is not exactly lol random, but it is so very jarring that it strays into that territory quite a lot. It's like, here's this thing. It didn't work. Ha 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 ha. Move on. Look. Uh, okay, I guess that was funny because it was so quick and I wasn't expecting it, and like that was it. It's like it's just random and odd, and nothing has any consequences on the actual story. So you have to believe it was only a joke for the purposes of making a joke, not because it was woven into the plot or anything like that. So it's just it's just nothing. And by the time you end up laughing, you're like, ah, fuck, I laughed at that. I laughed at it. <laughs> like every time, every time you. Sean, laugh at like a fart joke by accident. You're like, oh, I feel bad for laughing at it. Yeah, that, personally, I think farts are hilarious, but different that tastes. Is, that's actually a perfect representation of my life. <laughs> of your life. Oh. <laughs> you feel it bad is. for I laughing at it. Sean's life is a fart. <laughs> like, big mood, bruh. <laughs> that's how I felt this. Every time there was something that was funny, I didn't feel it was legitimately funny. I felt like it was cheap, and essentially they stole laughter from me. And I didn't stuff <laughs> it. Yeah, didn't deserve they, it. They owe you royalties, dude. Oh you know God. what? I think somebody should pay me for reading this shit. Uh, tragic. I don't commission them to do this, people. <laughs> they, they do <laughs> it of their own volition. About pay, then. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a straight up masochist. <laughs> I sub to you on Twitch. What more do you want? <laughs> a big sub, obviously. <laughs> oh, like, no, no subscription will be big enough for this shit. <laughs> and yet I do it anyway. Oh dear. But <sighs> like the the terrible godmother character does does set up the uh, appearance uh, of Julia, yes. who is was uh, kind of wanted to be an exorcist in training because she's like, I can see spirits. I'm going to save everyone. And That's actually like, a thing. Whoa, whoa, character motivation. Yeah, I don't think we actually mentioned that at any point. Uh, main character, as far as we know, for the most part, is the only one that can see these things. Yes. Like, and everyone else. Okay, we did actually mention it. Okay, that's good because I feel like that's important information. And to the point where no one's even affected by them. So when you have yeah. this new character coming along who can kind of see them, it's like, oh, that's a new thing to introduce to this. But then we discover really quickly that she either can't actually see them or she can only see 
much well, smaller version so I, or something. Ones. Yeah, I liked I like the idea of she's going like, no, I could I could see like because they have the big kind of like, oh, you can see them too. Yeah, we can we can bond over this or something. Or yeah, pro progress the story. But um, <laughs> story, what, what's that? Can you eat it? <laughs> but then you do get the actual kind of neat reveal. Like she's going like, yeah, look, see see the little tiny people on the basketballs there. See, I can see them too. Yeah, we're friends. As this giant hulking. Mm -hmm. SpongeBob esque abominations <laughs> behind her. Sure. <laughs> and a it's got the a square face. I don't know. Know. <laughs> But it's like she's going. Can't, can't you see that one? What? And the, the I get the feeling the author didn't really have a way to write themselves out of this, so she just chokes her out for some reason. <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. why that's the main character's response is to put the poor little the younger than her girl in a headlock and choke I mean, her out. It, it's manga art, so I'm not entirely sure how young, but I'm guessing like 12, 13? I think High 12. School, I think, so I'm assuming yeah. 15, 16. I think it's... No, not Julia. Julia's like uh, 12. Julia's, she said class next to them, so I'm assuming maybe a year younger at most. In fact, no, because I think in Japan they typically separate years by flaws i th i think she's just short is the thing right I, she is anime stereotype number 37 gotcha yeah. nine thousand years old yeah. so uh, <laughs> well, no that's number least. 49 god <laughs> oh sorry my bad i should actually make a list of these and refer to them as we go <laughs> the because I, you, you absolutely could just make a list of anime character uh, tropes. Yeah. i feel like rule number one is no officer she's nine thousand. honest <laughs> <laughs> I swear she said she was 10,000 years old. But, but yeah, that's your, that's your introduction to her. And then she kind of like, makes her her rival because then she, the main character is like, oh, no, okay, right, take care of yourself. Like, it's, it's best, because... to, best if you ignore them. And she interprets it all as stay the fuck away or I'll kill you. Yeah, she constantly <laughs> misunderstands what uh, yes. our main character's doing and she saying. She has delusions of grandeur, so she sees grandeur in others. Yeah, kind of. But, uh, then but the, that means it all dovetails. Sure. It, it actual doesn't pay off. That. I, it it doesn't pay off, but the yeah, say, dovetail. It, it doesn't pay off, that's for sure. <laughs> Dovetailing aside, like nothing pays off. I mean, maybe it does immediately after we stop reading. In fact, Phil, how much of this exists at this point? Uh, 24 chapters. Okay, so we, and that's not even been going two years, Mike. So... I mean, as far as I know, it hasn't even been going 20 minutes, it's that short. But, <laughs> or at least, like, it feels that short when you're just skipping all the shit, which is all of it. So, but what I'm thinking is, does it ever, in those, what was that, like, four volumes, three? Like, three four. volumes, I think. Yeah we're, yeah, we're in volume four at the moment, I think. Okay, I so in stop. all that time, does anything, anything that's set up in these two volumes pay off in any way? Uh, Phil's going to what? say yes. The answer will be no. <laughs> well, I want to give him the opportunity to perjure well, himself. <laughs> okay, to answer this, let me go back to our original point we keep getting sidetracked from here. Sure. Um, so, with our second appearance of Julia, she's trying yes. to figure out how strong our main character is. So she takes her to a haunted tunnel, I guess, with promises of, oh, if we get through this... Uh, Hannah can take some really great pictures or something, which is all just an excuse to get them to go through this tunnel, basically. There's loads of spirits and stuff, and then um, 
the two shrine maiden spirits we saw in an earlier chapter appear and just destroy the big one. Destroy that- the random oil barrel merged with yeah. a spider. And it, it says some gibberish and holds up a, a finger. What could it mean? What, what could it possibly mean? Um, which is about as far as you guys got, I think, because that's one of the last few chapters. But Our main character doesn't figure it out. Our main character can't put literally two and two together. But, you know. He can't put literally two? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think well, they're still thinking about it, but... In a, in any case, uh, yes. Funnily enough, it's congrats. You'll get spoilers. By the way, oh, uh, you'll I, get. I have to believe that not only do we not care, but sure. nobody else cares. Someone might care, Mike. Someone. It's might rated care. over nine stars on some websites, Mike. Nine out of what? Fifty-seven thousand. <laughs> Why fifty-seven thousand, Mike? Because it's a big number that I just pulled out of my ass. You pulled it out of your butt bun. Back. Pulled it out of my butt bun. Oh, I've got a whole rant about that. <laughs> All right. Loading that one in the chamber for later. Ooh, you're loading the butt bun. Okay. <laughs> so Mike can get to the butt buns quicker. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, from what I remember, we've had the final use of the spirits, as it were. And that was sort of the last chapter or the chapter before, I think. Right. And we so that's so, so that plot point is coming to a close. I would hope. We should. We should. You have to hope. <laughs> oh god! It's, I it's hope more, it's over. I can't say for definite because, as I say, it was only in like the last couple of chapters that's happened. Yeah. Like, but go at the same time, we were also introduced to a another character who is a who's kind of like the godmother but is better I guess like right. he can actually do stuff so um, I know we refer back to Bleach a lot but it does really feel like some of the side characters in Bleach we got the ones which are they're kind of spiritually empowered but they're like really weak and then you have Don the ones that are Kenoji. actually <laughs> spirits are always <laughs> with them, yeah. <laughs> basically yes it's like uh, her and those that can are Don Kenoji, yes. Hmm. Kind of. They, they can see these spirits, but they don't really know what they're doing, I guess. Does anyone ever know what they're doing in this thing? Uh, in this thing? Well, uh, Hannah knows she wants to eat food. There you go. Yep. Got, got to eat that food, yo. <laughs> Yay! I love that motivation. <laughs> uh, and then um, the guy with the cat spirits following him, mm-hmm. his little arc was finished as well. So you find out why those cat spirits are following him. Is it because he murdered cats? It was not. I'm guessing wow. it's because of the exact opposite, that he saved cats. Um, they were good cat spirits. Uh, kind of. What I'm saying is any payoff is going to be like, well, yeah. Of course, that's the payoff. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's not some shocking revelation of no. oh no, actually he is a cat. I I, I don't even fucking know. What to go with. <laughs> Secret furry. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what payoff you would expect that isn't the obvious. Um, but yeah, that that one gets resolved. It's that's a pretty neat thing. 
you wonder what kind of payoff I'd be hoping for. Something that's actually worth my time reading is what I would actually want. Is it a payoff where Hannah, not Hannah, Miko goes, wow, maybe I should reevaluate my opinion of spirits? Uh, no, 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 kind of, because no. the, the way that one gets resolved is she uses her final chance up, actually. She very intentionally uses it up. Oh, she learns how to call them? Not so much. She kind of figures that they respond to her being in danger from them. So she okay. sort of very intentionally ag- antagonizes um, the spirit that's following the guy around. And that ends up with her final chance being used up. She's like, no, I'm, I'm going to use it and save him. He deserves it kind of thing. I'll be honest, I, I have almost no idea what you're talking about. Because this thing is so hard to read that it's... I don't get the indication that there's any deeper meaning going on behind anything. Because it's all so dull. And it is all so difficult to actually ingest any of the actual information this thing gives you. That it's like, this is all... It's not new information. Like, I do know what you're talking about. It just doesn't feel familiar to me. I didn't internalize any of this information at all. Well, a, a lot of the stuff I just mentioned was from after what you've read as well. Oh, that'd be why then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get the feeling that it was going that direction either. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't get the feeling it's going any direction. It is... Here is some stuff. The end. That's the thing. He shows up at the end of volume two, and I, as I kind of mentioned my tone, it's like, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, if, they, if they were being taught by spirit all of a sudden, then I'd be like, whoa, steady on. <laughs> You'd be like, hang on a minute, this goes against everything this manga has done so far. Oh my god. No, character <laughs> progression would go against everything this manga has yes. done so far. Character progression, writing that we actually give a damn about, actual. Oh, the one plot. chapter. I will. Just, just gonna get that, keep that in there. Yeah, one chapter I, is great. Don't you think that that was? It feels like that was written by someone entirely different. Like, no, just... I feel like they had that idea for a chapter, but they couldn't open with it, so they needed to do some other stuff. I feel sure. everyone has like one good idea. I feel like <laughs> sure. that was the one good idea, <laughs> but like, they need oh, to yeah. pad it first. At some so. point, I'm going to do this. Actually, that could have been it. They could have been like maybe later on they wanted to be. Rather than just clumsily, ham-fistedly saying, it's not all bad, they wanted to be like, eventually she deals with all this horrific stuff and starts to see the good stuff, and it's a natural transition to it. And then you're going to have this story, and it's going to be very subtle, and it's going to be very good. But then they're like, ah, we're impatient, let's sling it in now. And they just like blew their, la- their last and only good idea at like, what, six chapters in or something? Uh, chapter not even, nine. Yeah, the not fun, even that far in. So yeah, basically not only... Uh, is it a terrible story? Not only is it terrible characters, not only is it interesting but not amazing art, not only is it otherwise mediocre, but it is also downhill from there. Yeah, yep. that's, that's fair. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deny that. Like, Volume 2 has more plot threads, but you don't care about any of them. <laughs> no. But th- that's the thing. They, they mistake more stuff happening for more plot. There, there is a subtle difference, an important one at that, because just because you've got stuff happening doesn't mean any of it has any meaning or any, 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 any taste to it, any substance to it, anything that you could actually latch onto as a reader. If you have miraculously 
not lost your reader base by the end of the first volume, then you have to do something to keep the ones that you've got around. And the way they do that is by introducing a bunch of new characters, introducing a bunch of weird concepts, some of that random humor that I mentioned before. And there's no substance to it. There's, no, there's nothing which makes you think, this is a fun story that I'd like to keep reading to see where it goes. It is just stuff. Stuff happens. It's infuriating to read. It's just like, okay, but when is something going to happen? Look at all this stuff. No, but when's something going to happen? Something is stuff. Stuff is something. <laughs> Fuck you, manga. <laughs> Wasting my shitting time. <sighs> I mean, you're not wrong. I haven't even gone to the butt bun part yet. I mean, is there anything else you want to say, Phil, before we let him have his tirade? <laughs> I actually want to know what his problem with the butt bun is. Go on, All right, what's, what's All right ladies and gentlemen, we present to you <laughs> okay, Mike's dissection of the let's, butt let's bun. Let's set this up, first of all. <laughs> sure. There is just go, like... on, go on, set it up. Yeah, because we've just been talking like... about butt bun. People are like, what the fuck's a butt bun? It's my it's reaction. Like, I didn't realize it was a real thing until we recorded this. It's a pan. Everything's a real thing. There's just like a panel in one of the chapters where uh, Miko and Hannah are talking and Hannah's like, oh yeah, let's just go buy some butt buns or something. You know, they usually go and buy donuts or go to... They go to like patisseries and such, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they do stereotypical high schooler anime girl they, no, they don't run with toast in their mouths. So uh, they don't okay, do that. Okay, no, they don't do that. That we've Not seen. yet. <laughs> Give it time. But, but the point is that they go to Starbucks. They go to... Uh... No, Moonbucks. Thank you. Okay, Lidly yeah. distinct Starbucks. Yep. I will say that's, that's something I did like. All, all the parodies. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of Yeah, but that's normal. Like, they almost it always parody them. I, I, do, I do like them. They always make me laugh at how they try and avoid the... <laughs> The thing is, there is usually a parody or two, like saying Moonbox or something. That's like, okay, I see what they did there. But there's like one or two chapters where they just shovel in as many of them as they could do. It's like they were saying, let's try and think of all of the main products and main brands that we can spoof here and just think of all the ideas and put them all in one chapter. It's like, all right, I see what you're doing. Shut up. <laughs> Get on with it. Well, Continue. It but. Anyway, there's there's one chapter. Hannah's like, let let's go get some butt buns. I, I'm assuming it's a cake or something, yeah. or kind of bread in Japan. I I don't know. I, yeah. It seems perfectly reasonable to me. Apparently, Mike is offended by this. Oh no, Ooh, offended I'm... is not the right word. I oh, oh, I would okay. like to point out that I love butts. I love mm. buns. Marrying the two just seems like good on good. That's fine. The existence <laughs> of these things. Well, if, I did, was not aware have, of them. If you could take a butt and put it in a sandwich, you'd be quite happy, right? You know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that's fair to say that most people would be okay with that. And okay, so the my issue is not their existence. My issue is not that they specifically are a thing in this world. My problem is that when this thing started, it immediately has the jarring flip flop between horrific monster. Fan service, horrific monster, fan service. And it's at that point with the let's go out and get some food thing that they have introduced this other character 
shown that they are basically only there for fan service. The way they introduce them is um, she bumps into main character, Miko, whatever her name is, and Miko herself says, uh, I knew it was you because of how soft your boobs were without turning around, which is creepy, actually, but whatever. But then they immediately after that moment, instead of being like, okay, you've got the fan service out of the way, moving on, they're like, no, let's get the most sexually charged but also PG-13 food that we can possibly imagine. Hmm, what do we like in this thing? We like showing off asses, so let's eat one. Let's go eat ass, everyone. That's all I they want to do. Like, I you're just getting this I do. horrifying window into the mind of the creator. Like, oh, yeah, I really want to eat ass today. I feel you're reading a bit too saying. much into this, Mike. No, I don't know. I understand what you're saying here because, like, not only is there, like, fantasy, like, oh, look, here she is in provocative poses and all that, but it's yeah. like they've bleached that into the characters as well. So you have yeah. Miko wants to go eat butt buns. Uh, at one point, they're having a text conversation where she, um, Hannah's like, oh, show me your underwear. Yeah, yeah, randomly out of nowhere. The reason why the butt bun was the breaking point for me is because it's so incredibly unnecessary. And yes, I know all fan service is unnecessary for the most part. I'm sure you could probably pull out an example where it is necessary. Not the point. Uh, most fan service. Booty long. <laughs> most fan service is unnecessary. But this thing had already spent the longest time building this up. Like building up all the fan service, just straight up showing you it, groped boobies and see-through pajamas and bending over at awkward angles with, the, with like the camera, for lack of a better term, just behind them when they're on all fours. It's all of that gross stuff. And then immediately they decide that the fact that they like food that's shaped like an ass is a character. It's, it's, a, it's a character point. It's like, it is my character that I like butt food. <laughs> I mean, you're it's assuming like, it's like an ass. I, I have to say, I don't know what a butt bun is. Maybe that's just the name of it. Maybe it's. Well, like... you're the... We looked it up before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know that's exactly the thing. what they look like. Well, we, don't, um... we don't know if that's what it is for definite, though. What <laughs> Phil says, actually, they do show them in the manga at one thing, and they are oh, indeed butt shaped. Yes, oh. in, yes in but. They do have a little, yeah, sorry. Based on what Phil said, I was actually like that as well. I was like, okay, it's going to be some quirky Japanese dessert or something. Like, all right, whatever. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Nope, just an ass. Like, oh, okay, cool. We're now going to eat ass. It's going to be fan service again. And for some reason, they dwell on it a lot. Like, they repeatedly go back to, let's go eat butt buns. I, like, yeah. I don't think they do butt buns. Yeah, they, it's, they it do comes up in a later chapter. Yup. Oh, it's fucking annoying. It's so annoying to be like, I just, I just want to shake this manga <laughs> and say, fucking do something! <laughs> No, we're going to keep talking about asses and groping people for no oh. fucking reason for chapter after chapter after surprisingly short chapter. But all the same, chapter after chapter of just fucking nothing. It's like, this has no reason to exist. It's all, all the butt buns fault. I hate it. So much. <laughs> it's, it's actually sad that I'm thinking... One we keep refer a manga we keep referring back to on this show is uh, the very first Bleach. one we ever did. Well, no, yes, but Hell's of sake. the ones we read is the Rent a Girlfriend very first episode. And available now. Wait, of course yes. it would be. You're listening to. Well, you're listening <laughs> to episode listening to six. August. This is coming out. Yep. <laughs> this episode six. I'm really bad Seven. at keeping track of these. Seven. Seven. There, there you go. Anyway, like we keep re referring back to the first one because not just because it was the first one, but it set quite a 
decent yardstick for what is shit about these things. And one of the things we pointed out in that episode was it's the same plot point over and over and over. But in that one, something fucking happens. It's the same plot point, but there is progression through those plot points. There is character in those plot points. They're all horrible characters, but there are character development. There's, there's nothing here apart from they liked food shaped like derriere. That's it. That's pretty much all the character development you get in this whole thing. Fucking butt buns, man. Don't fuck your butt buns. I mean, whatever you're into, they'll be, food. they'll be warm. Oh, dear. You whatever you're feel, into, man. You feeling better now? Got that? No. Got the butt bun off your chest? No, I think my soul died a little if bit more. Butt buns on your chest, see a doctor. Oh, careful now, Mike. You don't want to become a spirit and then just be ignored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, mate, if it's that or read this again, <laughs> I'd consider it. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about wanting to uh, iskai himself into Eminence of Shadows on Twitter, <laughs> so... There was, there was this moment early this week, because it takes me forever to read things most of the time, so we do, re we do try to record either once a week or once every two weeks. I think the longest we've gone between recording sessions was actually three weeks. Yeah, but, I think... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I specifically ask that we record this within a week of recording the last episode, because I didn't want to accidentally forget anything about this thing and have oh, don't to worry. read it again. I, I after because I think I blasted for it maybe even the same day we recorded um the solo killing episode and I yeah. was like no I want like, I think I said in the chat like I've already read it and kind yeah. of like yeah I'm definitely ready to record sooner rather than later. So when you were like let's do it this weekend I was like fuck yes. Yeah, I I didn't want to have to reread this thing because I, I could. That's the thing. It's short enough that I if I had forgotten anything I kind of. It's justified to read it again. Yeah, I didn't want to have to do it. <laughs> no, I... that's that's fair. I mean, I skim through them all again a second time when I'm like, because I tend to write stuff up for notes and all that. Mm -hmm. And this has by far the least notes I've written about anything because there's nothing to it. Yeah, there's it nothing to note. Least plot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I feel I feel our diatribes are coming to an end. I don't know, Phil, if you want to say anything in its favour, if you've got any comments, because obviously me and Mike are. Uh, Clearly staunchly st against yeah <laughs> when aren't you <laughs> uh, last last so episode leveling? solo killing yeah. so leveling yes that one <laughs> i mean it basically is solo killing as well spoilers <laughs> but yeah he not he has some friends which he, he never utilizes <laughs> carry on uh, uh, i've got nothing to say i i did i suppose the only thing i would say is i didn't notice as much fan service as you guys seem to be saying there is. It is heavily uh, I, I I did notice the the as that Sean one. put it, the the spider hand oh, right. thing. Yep. I mean you can't not notice yeah. it. That's no, the no, you can't <laughs> notice, you can't not if you're not noticing it, you're not reading it. <laughs> uh I just don't have the gift to see them apparently, Mike. Oh good for uh, you. And I and I did notice in like chapter one or two when she's in a pajamas looking for salt under the sink when you've got just the ass shot yep. uh, in general outside of those couple of instances I didn't feel like it was overly fan servicey. I don't know if it's just I didn't register it it's, I mean, it's there, is, there is an, I know it's a classic trope for these things but there is an entire like most of a chapter where she's just in the bath naked yep. as well uh, yeah yes there, there is that I suppose oh fucking hell that was another thing we didn't mention oh <laughs> no 
<laughs> oh no, Go I've just then, remembered. Mike. Oh, it hurts. No. <laughs> Go on, Mike. The fucking Mike. bathtub chapter. <laughs> what about it? I mean, it's just the fact that the brother inexplicably wants to essentially have sex with his sister. Okay, okay, before I go into my rant on what, what did you guys interpret this as? Okay, so I'm this is the window here. Like <laughs> bathing with your family is pretty a cliche in like anime and manga, so I just took it as that, like not sexual infatuation. I do think in, even in the chapter he does sort of say, Oh yeah, they still bathe mm -hmm. together i i yeah. don't know I, how common or uncommon that is in, okay. yeah that's obviously, obviously like viewing it from a western perspective that um, is, i don't get me yeah. wrong that's weird but it is <laughs> yeah. like this is I, something i've seen enough times in anime and manga to know this is kind of a thing in the genre yeah i'm assuming it's a cultural thing more than okay any. but okay. uh I, I i would also say in that particular case it's a bit of a weird thing, but his motivation for wanting to bathe with her in that particular instance is because he thinks she's got a boyfriend and he gets the stupid idea into his head because he reads a book after following her into the library or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That if she's got hickeys, then she's clearly got a boyfriend. So the only way he can tell she's got hickeys is if he sees her in the bath kind of thing. So Which, stupid motivation, but he's a kid, so who cares? I mean, I see... All of that. I see everything you're saying, yeah. the cultural differences and whatnot. The part for me that tips it over the edge into someone's spank bank fuel is the fact that when he says to that he's gonna go, he's gonna share and share a bath with her and bathe with her, whatever. When he says all of that, even the classic porno cliches of we could wash each other's backs and whatnot. Again, cultural. I know, I know it's a cultural thing, but even if it's a cultural, he still dithers around it so much. Like, no, I shouldn't, or maybe I should, or oh, I didn't see anything, but keeps looking. It, like, it's it's very much displayed as this is a forbidden act. This is a thing he shouldn't be doing, and he knows he shouldn't be doing it, but he's getting drawn in by it at the same time. And like, that's what makes it gross. It's the fact that yes, I agree. Nudity and in that scenario amongst young members of the family is weird by our standards, but culturally, like it might be okay. And I'm definitely not an expert on these things, so for all I know, it might I might be the weirdo here. But it's like when you're at the point of in inadvertently maybe, but sexualizing this, it just gets weird. And the sexualization comes from the fact that he's like he. He's trying to fight urges all of the way through. He wants to see his sister's body. And he's like, no, I can't possibly look at that. Oh, but I, but I have to. But I shouldn't. But I have to. If he truly believed the shit he was spouting, then there would be no turmoil there. There'd be nothing to think about. It is just him wanting to be naked in a room with his sister. And it's creepy as shit. Awful. Having just flicked through it again, I don't get that myself it's basically he barges in sees her and goes actually no and then she's just like no no come in i'll wash you back and he's like oh all right mm -hmm. yeah and, and i it. feel to me the clincher because i think the next chapter after that's the dad one and he's not there's no it's never really mentioned again that he has any kind of infatuation it's never hinted at he's barely a character then for after that so he, he i don't think that's like yeah. that was the goal or 
I mean, maybe it wasn't the goal, but I wouldn't. That's not how I interpreted it. That's the way our resident psychologist took it. Yes. Well, someone needs a psychologist themselves. It's. (laughs) Yeah. I just hate the way that it's creepily written. And I do think it may well be, if you guys are both disagreeing with me, then it's entirely possible that I viewed it in a negative light because this entire manga doesn't doesn't gain any benefit of the doubt. No, that's that's fair. And so, I mean, I'd rather have the different opinions than just all of us going, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, no, I, I get that. It's just, it's to me, the whole thing feels creepy and a little bit predatory. And it's got this air as aura of, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't feel good to read it on top of the fact that the rest of it is doesn't feel good to read it for different reasons. That's fair, but Nobody I would say... The spirits come across as more predatory than the little brother does. I mean, that too, yeah. There's plenty of predatory behavior, which is why it's not surprising that I thought it would just carry over to the other character if I am so wrong, which I don't no, think I am, but that's sure. A fair, that's a fair way to look at it. I fucking hate this thing. Can we end the show now? <laughs> yeah, right, all right. Okay, let's, uh, I feel we've exhausted all, all the points we have to say about this. I've certainly got nothing left in my notes. Uh, so I... <laughs> I feel like we've we've done this mostly already, but Mike, your cl- your closing thoughts. Yeah, would you <laughs> read more of this? Okay, no, um, but <laughs> shock. I will say that I, I am shock. <laughs> it's it's surprising. I know the thing I'm going to say, and it is one thing in favor of this, is that the monsters in this are very interesting looking. They are very creepy, they are very disgusting, and they uh, clearly had a fair amount of thought put into, if not the individual designs, then the style they were doing, that they're using. The style of these monsters is very intentionally jarring against the more standard manga appearance of everything else. However, that is the only good point I can give this thing. It's truly, in my opinion, not worth reading at all it it, there's nothing here there's zero substance and when it tries it fumbles and fails doesn't pull on any plot threads you don't care about any of the characters it doesn't even try to hook you in as a reader and i'm once again astonished that phil is in fact still reading this i don't know how he could read it well uh, we'll get i'll I'll do my thoughts first and then we'll throw to to ask phil these questions of like why big existential question there (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i'm not quite as harsh in it as mike i still think it's absolute trash don't get me wrong i feel like it did have a few more redeeming elements i wasn't as into the art monster designs bar a few notable exceptions but stuff like the dad chapter some of the kind of decent ideas like the spirit cue and these things getting eaten uh the julia being able to see some of them but not all of them I felt that there were occasional flashes of promise, like where I was like, oh, okay, so maybe if this is what it becomes, I could see myself maybe getting a little more interested in it. But it never follows through on anything. It's mm-hmm. just, it resolutely, stubbornly decides that it wants to just be this one note over and over and over and actively resists any and all chances to redeem itself or change direction. So, and I've got no reason to believe it particularly does that in volume three. So, yeah, yeah, it's a heavy trashing for me. It's a drop it in the bin and stomp it down so it goes towards the bottom. 
<laughs> sit there next to rent a girlfriend in eminence and shadow yeah it's like you never get the feeling that it's it's gonna try at any point yeah that's that's probably the heartbreaking thing for me like occasionally i'm like oh maybe maybe no clearly not. yeah no. but uh yep. but phil you uh you have read obviously you're up to date with it so um firstly why do you keep reading this and secondly uh if this gets licensed in like book format over here would you buy it uh, maybe depends how long it goes on if it ended at like volume five yeah i'd consider it you would put money to this sure you're a weirder man than i am i mean i feel this ties back into the first question of why yeah <laughs> good old why uh because i'm not a little bitch like you guys it, it didn't <laughs> offend me <laughs> i i was not that offended by this i i'm not saying it's a masterpiece i'm not saying it's great you're not saying it's 9.22 stars I'm on not saying it is 9.22 i'm not saying that i would not give it that myself by any stretch of the imagination but it, it's all right um as, as i said it, it depends how long it goes on for um it yeah if nothing else changed i would say if it ended at volume five or something like that I wouldn't be opposed to putting money down on it. Might not be the top of my list of things to buy in terms of manga, but I'd have no objection to it. Um, but if it continued on much more than that without any changes, sort of as you say, there's not a whole amount going on. I don't think I'd be that bothered. Yeah, there's, there's no way that this thing could have a satisfying ending because not because of the standard reason of it being so big and bombastic and the lore being so deep. No, it, it, there's no way it could be a satisfying ending because it's not a satisfying beginning there's, or there's, middle. There's nothing to end. Yeah, it's such a non-story. And I do think that that's a that's a big difference between like me, especially a little a little bit of Sean and Phil. It's I get offended when something when I see a bad story. Like it it, it hurts me personally. Phil doesn't. Phil can just look at it and be like, that story's shit. I'm going to move on with life, and I can't yep. do that. Like, it affects me. It kills a part of my I, soul. I think a big part of this as well is the fact for this show, when I give you guys something to read, you guys go into it with the intention of being very analytical. What? No, no, how dare you? I like, don't go into the, I, I mean, I'm going into next, the next episode. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, expect, I'm expecting. <laughs> but, uh, like, I try to be open-minded. Like, don't no, get no, me I'm wrong, not, it falls apart very quickly. No, but, uh, I'm not saying you go in with a negative mindset. I'm saying you guys okay. go in and you're being very critical of everything. Yeah, we analyze it a lot yeah, more. Yeah, you're, you're being yeah. a lot more analytical over it, whereas I just read it. I'm not bothered about picking it apart. I'm not going, oh, there's a lot of fan service over the past 10 chapters. It's gone up 50%. Kind of. No. For, for me, it's just like, eh, there's fan service, whatever, next page. Well, kind that's of. kind of another point in that you... Uh, also, yeah, I'm me not... if I'm wrong. For you, it's a lot of... Obviously, you're already up to date with this, so you're all just reading things to pass the time, whereas obviously oh, we're yeah. reading to do this podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like I say, I think it's a difference in motivations as well. So you, you guys, as I say, you're picking everything apart kind of thing, which gives you a very different impression of things compared to just reading it for passing time or for fun or whatever. Reading it for tellos. 
I mean, to be clear about me, I also don't go into these things trying to hate on them at all. I no. very much oh, no. want everything we read to be good. You, you're you're is... more positive than me overall, I think, across the episodes. Uh, yeah. The, the problem that yeah. I encounter is as soon as something does reveal that it's shit, it loses benefit of the doubt, and therefore I lose immersion in it, and I start to see all the negatives more and more. And if it continues to be shit, I will just continue to see more shit. And that's how I, that's how I end up working myself into this big ranting anger over it. And that's how it ends up offending me. It's like, you are being nothing but bad on bad on bad. I am now wasting my time with this. You did that. You wasted my life. I want, I want that breath back. I, yeah. I want those brain cells back. And I'm not going to get it. Fuck you. <laughs> that's no, how can... my mind process goes. I can definitely agree with that, considering, as I, as I mentioned earlier, when I was reading this, I was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, got to the dad chapter. Oh, okay, maybe I see yeah. it in a new light. And then just gradually, over time, the hate started building back up again. I was like, oh, no. Top 10 anime <laughs> betrayals. <laughs> Pretty Let the much. hate slow through you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you're doing a great job of that, buddy. <laughs> I suppose this is the other thing as well. I just quite like the fact that you guys just get really mad at all of this. It's, it's great. I love it. I get energy from this. <laughs> yeah. You, you, much like our viewing audience, gets to enjoy two people having breakdowns. Yep, straight up sadomasochism. Rated, eight, rated 18. Rated 18? Yeah, for sadomasochism. We are explicit. <laughs> oh, hmm. I mean, we're like, talking about buttons. I mean, it's more <laughs> if you say a swear word, you do have to mark yourself as explicit, and we do. Those because... are naughty words. <gasps> you can't mean... be doing that. People are allowed to say damn on this podcast? Scandal. What about, what about hell? <gasps> Next, you'll be saying heck. <laughs> I wouldn't Who's go that far. The clergy. That'd be crazy. Uh, I mean, if we weren't explicit, I feel the amount of times we said butt bun is probably. <laughs> <laughs> Our seven episode streak ruined. <laughs> we kept it so pure and innocent before. <laughs> Oh my god. Right, okay. So, yes, <laughs> it's it's trash, but n not if you fail. So, <laughs> moving you on. If you may. I, yeah, that's it's fair. I mean, you, you're still reading everything we cover in this, so, you know. Uh, I am. God, why am I reading Rent a Girlfriend? We why? don't know, Phil. <laughs> we don't know. It takes five minutes a week to read the latest chapter. Oh, that's five late, minutes that's you could spend mad. reading anything else just read the first <laughs> chapter 50 times <laughs> oh, uh, right oh, so close to like drawing to an end and then it's like no <laughs> no, no we can't be doing that let's have much okay. like nothing happen we're leaving sign us sing us out play us out i was Never. gonna say much like this damn podcast right mike where can they find you we're closing this one up <laughs> you can find me on twitter at uh at Pazekra. Or you can find me at Twitch at the same name, Berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R, -E -E video games, random rants. That's what you get. And, and if you want to send him your hot Isekai opinions, Mike is now open to any and all comments on Isekai. So, uh... <laughs> okay, that's Wait, that joke's not going to make sense because this is two months... Ugh. It is two, two, two months. Yeah, you're yeah. referencing something that's happening. I'm referencing something I've tweeted like the last day or two, which was two months ago. As you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, oh, I hope I hope you're enjoying the summer holidays, kids. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, by the time they're listening to this, they'll be getting ready to go back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Phil, Phil, where can they find you? Uh, I guess I'm. If on they Twitter. must, <laughs> if they must, Twitter at Phenaxian. Spellings in the doobly doo. Down the doobly doo. Not even the first time you've called it the doobly doo. No, that's, that's just what I'm known. I I know call the description just from other things I watch. I don't remember what. Yep, down the doobly doo. Down the doobly doo. And I am available at Slazer King S L A Z O K I N G. Our podcast kind of general Twitter is at Trash Manga Cast, where you can see news about the latest upcoming episodes. Uh, if we ever get on Google Podcasts, you bet I'll chat about that the day that happens. Uh, we promote some of the other stuff we've done in the past, like so official licenses and all that. Like the, again, two months old at this point, but Red a Girlfriend, the anime. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that's happening. Uh, don't forget, as always, we're available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So uh, if you don't forget to hit the subscribe, the follow button, whatever the equivalent is on your service, so you can hear every new episode as they go live rate and review us as always so we know if you like it if you don't like it leave us comments let us know and hey mate i mean heck you can put recommendations if you want no promise that we'll do them but you know we'll uh, i can make it happen i you, i bet you can <laughs> tweet make fill it, it all of your time oh, t- tweet fill all of your terrible ideas yeah yeah but uh but speaking of terrible ideas let's let's wrap this up <laughs> phil next time give us a tease i'm dragon Ball. no <laughs> Dragon Ball GT. We mean Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god, I'm down for this. Dragon Ball GT. I'm fucking out. I ain't reading that shit again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Next time, uh, you know what? We've, we've been cooped up inside for a while, so so let let's go get some exercise. Let's go diving. There you have it, kids. Diving. I don't diving. know why. Uh, diving. Yeah, Diving. The depth of the gravity. Okay. Diving. Yes. We will we'll have a deep dive into diving next time. But until then, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you in a fortnight. <laughs>